You son of a bitch. Just kidding. I figured why not start the uh, podcast with a whole new, you know, greeting. And that that was my greeting to you. I didn't mean it, by the way. You're not really a son of a bitch. And I probably should have warned you that I was going to swear. Hey, how's it going? Okay. I realized I just did a podcast um, a few days ago. It is, by the way, it's a Cairo and Viro. It's a Tuesday, March 15th, year of our Lord, 2022. And it's funny that I say that because uh, it is our Lord that I want to talk about. I just got off the phone with my son, who's 19, and um, we were talking about God, right? I don't know if you saw the promo for this podcast, but I want to I want to talk about something that was kind of what's the word? Jarring, we'll say. So I was raised Catholic. I got confirmed. My dad's parents were Appies, Apostolic Lutherans, right? Christians, either way, no matter how you remember where they would ask you, what religion are you? They're asking, are you Christian, Lutheran, Presbyterian, whatever? Let's face it. I don't know if I know any Presbyterians, nothing against them. I'm just saying for us, it was Catholics and Lutherans growing up in Chassel. So either way, we believe in Jesus and that he died for our sins, rose on the third day, and he is the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to the father, but through him. Right? As a Christian, these are huge things. And there's there's so much I'm going to touch on in this podcast that, I mean, I'm just going <laughs> to... Actually, no, I'm going to figure it all out right now. I'm going to figure out all religion. Here's the answer to life. Thank you for listening. All right, so here's what here's what happened. Uh, I, w- I work at a synagogue doing social media. I'm really, I feel more like a receptionist. But the job is, uh, it's coming to an end in a few weeks. And uh, I, they're, when I say they're a great bunch of people, I'm not kidding. They've treated me very well and very open to my questions. And as far as like my experience working with Jews, it's been, it's been very pleasant seriously like you know i have questions they answer them and here's some things you're gonna learn yard site what is that y-a-h-r-z-e-i-t that is when it's basically you're honoring the anniversary of somebody who passed away and pretty much everything that they do happens before sundown or at sundown the night before. So, what are some other words? Yard sites, Megillah, Purim. <laughs> um, I've learned a lot of words, but one of the big questions I ask is like, well, where does Jesus stand in this, in your world? Like, is, you know, that's because Jesus, to us Christians, is our savior. Like I said, you know, I don't, I swear like a sailor, but if you know me, the two words, the two swears I don't use are saying the Lord's name in vain. 
and saying, JC, like cheese and rice. You know what I'm talking about. Or GD, right? I'm like, no, that's using the Lord's name in vain. I, I'm, I'm against it. That's my little religious thing. Um, so I was asking them, like, you know, where does Jesus stand? And the answer I got was, uh, well, what did one woman say? She said, she's like, well, yeah, yeah, we, we don't, we just don't talk about him. I think she said, and then she said something like, um, She made the question, she was like, if he existed, or she said something like that, like, not even sure that Jesus ever even existed. I was like, whoa, okay, that's, I mean, I get it. They, uh, they're Old Testament. Um, well, here's what, here's what happened, is somebody came into the synagogue to get, they're converting from, maybe it may have been Catholicism, but either way, going from Christianity to Judaism, and they had us clear out of the the temple and they're, I don't know, they do like a big ceremony for it. And they have three rabbis or three church, no, not church, synagogue. You don't say church, that's a Christian thing. They have three uppity ups in the synagogue, like the rabbi, maybe three rabbis um, there. And here's what happened. Five minutes and 45 seconds into it. They told me that one of the things they have to do to convert to Judaism, to to be considered Jewish, is they have to renounce Jesus. And that hit me like a ton of bricks because I'm like, renounce Jesus? And I have so many thoughts on that because, first of all, in my world... In our world as Christians, most of us who listen to this are Christians, even if we're bad Christians, you know what I mean? But Jesus, like I said, in in my world is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through him. And by the way, I feel almost hypocritical saying this because of the way I live my life, stuff I do. But when it comes right down to it, this is my faith. This is what I really believe. And that is like the worst thing the worst thing religiously, spiritually, that I think I could do is to renounce my Savior. I mean, he's our Savior. We pray, everything is in his name. When you drive out, I mean, you watch movies like The Exorcist. I know it's a movie, but it was based on a true story about a 1940s exorcism. And... um You know, you're saying you cast you out in Jesus' name. I mean, in his name has power. That it, it, it's like, you know, being washed in the blood. It, the whole thing when you when you stand and pray. I mean, one of my best prayers or my best uh, Bible verses is Mark eleven twenty four when he says, "Therefore I tell you." Whatever you pray for, believe it, you have received it, and it shall be yours. And that's like, that's powerful to me. You know, Jesus' words are written in, in red in a lot of Bibles. I'm not sure about the different versions, maybe NIV, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But the point is, that is our Savior. And you're, as a 
to convert to Judaism, to be Jewish, you have to renounce him. And I'm not saying that they're wrong and I'm right. I'm really not. Because what's so confusing, you guys, is I have respect for the Jewish people. Aren't we told that the Jews are considered God's chosen people? And the disdain they must have for Jesus. And and they must just... Again, the, the Jews I work with, they're... <laughs> They've got senses of humor. They're cool. They're cool people. And we're like we'll be in a staff meeting talking about well, this upcoming Megillah, which I don't even know what that is. It's like a reading of the Torah or something. I don't know. And I'll make jokes about like, well, what are we doing for Ash Wednesday? That's coming up too. <laughs> which still cracks me up. They, <laughs> they all laugh. They thought it was, you know, like I said, they're nice people. Um, but when it comes right down to it, Man, there's no way I'm going to renounce my savior. I, I, it just blew my mind. Like I don't. And then you think, this is why I, I, I wonder. I don't know. There's it's such a big topic. It's not that I, I can't even get through it all in one setting. But okay, you think about the religious institution growing up for most of us. As a Catholic, you go into the church, you know, I was an altar boy, make your jokes now, and, uh, you know, going on, you you wear the uh, the special little robes, um, when priests would go in the sanctuary or go by the cross, they would kneel and do the sign of the cross. I mean, this is sacred stuff. When people die... They read from the Bible. They they read John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him can have not, not perish but have, ever, have everlasting life. This is the foundation, man, of our everything. And think of the institutions. That's what, that's what I keep thinking of is like, how you know, as a kid, how overwhelming and how big, scary, important, all-encompassing churches are. I mean, these are our adults who shape the most important decisions, like everlasting life, like what happens when you die. And we look to them with such, we base everything. Our life decisions are based on that baptism, you know, our calendar, <laughs> Every, like, everything was BC and now it's BCE, cause, which, which means before Common Era, but before it was just before Christ. But then I feel like when they started saying BCE, I was like, well, that's Satan trying to rip down Christianity. I, I got a little nuts there, but whatever. Um, and for Jews... I mean, I work in a sanctuary, I work in a, a temple, and just w- walking in there, you'll, it looks just like any other church. Big old, I mean, obviously there's no crosses, but they have the big Star of David. Um, they've got their, uh, I don't know what they're called, their little hats that they wear. 
they they have their own huge traditions and it's based on the old testament which we as christians of course the old testament is part of the bible you know we respect that that's our sacred book but it for them it ends there the new testament is probably just garbage in their minds and i don't know man for like i said to renounce why did my question is why do they even have to bring Jesus into it at all. And she made a comment to one who told me was like, cause that just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> just like, and my sarcastic half comedian mind, I'm like, yeah, what does Jesus have to do with everlasting life? It's nothing. He's just a son of God. I'm like, dude, uh, not that I'm going to be done. Cause I still have things more to say here, but I guess my point of this whole thing is that nobody knows, dude. Nobody, because the the Jews are good people I work with. They're good people, faithful people who believe in God. Who's to say who's right? And in their mind, it probably does seem ridiculous. Oh, he's the son of God. What is the point of being the son of God? It's just God. You know, so they probably look at Christians as just like, oh, you idiots. Just what are you doing? The Son of God and the God and the Holy Spirit, it's three gods in one. How about just God, you know? So I can kind of see from their point of view that they they think it's just mental to even go there. But it's not mental to us, man. The, I keep using that word, but the institution, the overwhelming man. We can't even agree on that. And like, it just, it makes me think, okay. I mean, religion is a roadmap. It gives us guidance on how to act. And I'm not even, I'm not even that cocky that I would, be one of those people who would say, well, I don't need the Bible to tell me not to kill people. I won't even go there because, you know, yeah, it seems like we know not to kill people just because, well, that's just common sense. I don't, I'm not saying it's not common sense, but I'm saying we are blessed enough to be born in a country where it is, I don't know, civilized or whatever. Um, we're living in the best times in history with all the technology and everything. And I mean, Jesus saying, you know, if you get paraphrase, if you get slapped in the face, turn the other cheek, that was a pretty radical thing from what I understand. I mean, especially if you're coming from an eye for an eye. And part of me wonders if, like, do the religious leaders get together and say, you know, that Old Testament was pretty harsh. Eye for an eye and uh, death to the homosexuals and all that. I mean, maybe we needed a kinder, gentler God. And as a human, you know, and I look at that and be like, well, that would make sense because they want more people to, I don't know, fall in the line or, or be open to the God and the Bible. Um I don't know. 
Nobody knows. And here's why I, if you ask me right now, I was just talking to my son who gets kind of freaked out sometimes about uh, all of this stuff because it is overwhelming. We're all going to die. What's going to happen after we die? We don't even know. And we can't, these wise religious leaders who dedicate their whole lives to their God, we can't even get it straight on whether or not Jesus should be revered or renounced, you know? How are we expected to, like, I'm sorry, God, but if we get to heaven and you're like, listen, I'm sorry, but uh, turns out that Buddha was actually God and you guys were just wrong. So, by the way, I know Buddha is not really considered a god. So I, it, I know so little about Buddhism. I just know that joke about the uh, Buddhist who went to a hot dog vendor and said, make me one with everything. <laughs> uh, there's another follow-up to that joke, but I can't remember what it is. Um, how, are we, how, how can we be expected to know what to believe? I, through all this, I do believe there is a God. I do believe, to me, I always tell people Jesus makes the most sense because I don't know if you, I don't really believe in working your way to heaven. I think because I was taught, I'll totally admit that I'm conditioned to think this way, that salvation is a gift given to us by Jesus, right? There's nothing you can do to earn it, but the good works come out of thankfulness for being given the grace. You know, it's like from a thankful heart. But the way you listen to me talk on here, you would think uh, I'm a very upright citizen <laughs> who never watches porn. Ha! Just, I had to keep it real because I feel like I'm talking kind of lofty here. But uh, I don't know. What do you guys think, man? Does. Was that jarring for you to hear to hear about the Jews making converts renounce Jesus? Or was that like, like yeah, no kidding. They don't believe in Jesus. I don't even think they believe that he existed. He, Jesus holds no weight in their world at all. Our Savior is a less than nobody in their world. And they probably they can't stand him because he's, he, in their minds he's taken away believers from the true God. You know, man, that is, this is some deep stuff that we won't, uh, won't be able to get into, you know, or we could get into the whole time. I could do a whole lifetime of podcasts just on religion like this. It's crazy. By the way, in my last podcast, I talked about TV shows and comedies and stuff. And I felt bad because I didn't mention there's a show out there that if I were to put a, a TV show out, to the best of my ability, like something that represents kind of how I think and feel (laughs) to kind of do an extreme, it would be afterlife, but with Ricky Gervais, that it's on Netflix. And I'll tell you what the premise is that he, um, I mean, do it. It makes you cry, but it's also (laughs) very funny, which is life. So the premise is, um, he lost his wife to cancer or something and he's just suicidal and um, the only reason he, did, reason he doesn't do it is because like he has to feed his dog. So he's very, his, his, he's very like dark humor, which I am very dark humor. So I loved it. But it also had hope at the end. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I bought, like, a little baby on that. Some of the, I don't care. Judge me if you want. It's a great, uh, great series. Oh, man, I know I'm going to get off this podcast and be like, I can't believe you didn't mention that. This or that, whatever's going through my mind. I don't know. Obviously, I don't have all the answers, but that... I've been wanting to talk about that ever since... Ever since it came up. Um, Yeah. Man. I feel like there's other stuff I should say. Good thing for the background music. Because otherwise, there'd just be a bunch of silence right now. 20 minutes and 40 seconds. It goes by quick doing these podcasts. All right. Um... Let me go through my mental checklist here real quick. Do, 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 Catholicism, Judaism. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to say this. <laughs> One last thing. The fact that you have to go through all of this to worship as a Jew, right? You have to take classes, do uh, get your education, answer questions, renounce the Christian Savior, and have big ceremonies, But if you're a man who feels like he's a woman, like Shania Twain, come to life, all you got to do is say, I'm a woman. And that is the ridiculous world we live in. It blows my mind that they have to go through, people have to go through all this stuff just to worship a certain way. But if you want to change your gender, you just got to, Say, I know I'm, I'm a woman, and then put a little bow in your hair or whatever. And you talk about a cultural appropriation. I'm, I don't even mean to get nuts on this, but it, it yeah. talk about switching subjects. But man, I tell you what, that is what I thought about. I'm like all this stuff to worship, but if you want to change your sex, change your gender, you just say it. Like it. It's ridiculous. There's two genders. There's men. There's women. I'll even go a third, hermaphrodite. But even with the hermaphrodites, they pick one or the other, usually by the age of 12, I guess. I don't know. It's been 25 years since I've learned about this stuff. But uh, I don't need to learn anything to know that man is a man, woman is a woman. And I do think God must be shaking his head, like, how much simpler could I have made it? Vagina, fallopian tubes, ovaries, breasts, you know, men have a prostate. They have (laughs) penis and testicles, testosterone. How much easier could I have made it for you idiots? And we're like, no, I'm a girl. All right. That's a whole other podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Tell me your thoughts on this, so man. And, of course, I know I have to remind you, be respectful because, you know, Jews are good people too, so talk to you guys, and, and they've been cool. They've been cool to me. Talk to you guys later.